What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. All right, y'all. It's been a wild weekend. A lot has happened. There have been a lot of intense discussions online. I already gave my two cents on the Utah State situation on the first part earlier today. I'm not going to get into that again. I also gave some takeaways just regarding the gameplay itself, so if you missed that, go ahead and check it out. Make sure you also check out the Draft Podcast. I'm typically on that with Andre Simone and Jake Schwanitz. I had to miss this week, unfortunately, but they will kill it even in spite of my absence. Obviously, a lot to talk about around these parts now that the Denver Broncos finally, and I do say that sincerely, finally have a head coach. I I was so tired of hearing about all of it. The funny thing is I never panicked. I felt like they were just taking their time and doing their due diligence. It's not like there were a bunch of other great hires happening around the league or something, but of course the hot takes had to come out. The whole conversation became incredibly annoying and redundant and... That's just how it is, I guess, when you have to have a 365-day-a-year news cycle like the NFL does. But yeah, make sure you check out that draft pod with Jake and Dre. On this podcast, we are going to focus in on some of the stuff we didn't get to earlier today. I'm going to play some player audio from Isaiah Stevens and James Moores regarding representing the Northern Colorado cancer survivors fight like a Ram night. It's always a really special event, much bigger than basketball. I'll also play some audio from Nico Medved. I'll talk about it a little bit. And then we'll also talk about the women's team. Ryan Williams squad led by McKenna Hofshield came away with a massive win in the border war over Wyoming. Last second shot by Kaylin Crocker. Big time, big time stuff and a much needed win for this squad. Rams now back on track, have won two games in a row after kind of a difficult stretch there. Before we get into the hoops, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all new customers can get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop will be boosted. I definitely have my eyes on the Jalen Hurts rushing props. I think they're really intriguing, just giving the uncertainty of his shoulder. I'm not sure they can stretch the field the same way that they did all year. I think the Travis Kelsey receiving props are definitely always a great option. He's going to be Mahomes' go-to option. I like Pacheco to score a touchdown. I don't know. He just runs so angry every single time, and he's kind of developed a, a nice little role in this Chiefs offense with Patrick Mahomes under Andy Reid. I was a moron for thinking that they would take a step back this year for losing Tyree Kill. Didn't think they would miss the playoffs or anything like that, but I did think it would impact the offense. Instead, they're just a more well-rounded team. Can't tell I'm very in on the Chiefs in this game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code DNVR. New customers bet $5 on Super Bowl 57. Get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with that code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Void in Ohio. Additionally, when you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They have been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case. And no fee unless they win your case and win money for you. 
Bacchus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Bacchus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. Call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Isaiah, James, you guys have been a part of a, a couple of these games now where you work with the UC cancer patients. Obviously, you guys have motivation to win every game, but did you guys feel yourself wanting to win this one even more so than usual? Yeah, there is definitely a little bit of that. Well, you try to go out there and win them all, right? But uh, it's such a special event uh, with all the cancer patients, and especially I've had uh, some people close to me deal with their own cancer battles. So uh, this game always hits a little bit more close to home for me. Uh, try to go out there and just represent the name on the back of the jersey as best as possible because uh, for a lot of them, maybe they didn't play college athletics. So to look out there and see their name uh, out there competing is, is special. So I take it very personal. James, when you think about it, does you know that every game is kind of its own emotional thing, but doesn't this carry a little bit more emotional weight when you're not wearing your name on the back of your It does. It's um it really makes you think about life and you know, we do, we just play a basketball game and to hear all the patients' stories and what they've been through and get to like share some experiences with them, it's a very unique um, situation that we've been blessed to be a part of. So I'm very grateful for this opportunity to be able to play this game. What is that moment like? I know they, they write letters to you guys. What, what's it like when you're reading those? Um, it's it's kind of crazy to see like what people have, like people go through and how it just affects everyone. It doesn't just affect them, it affects their whole family, people they know. And so it really makes you take a step back and look at um, life, like not, not just possible you go look at everything and appreciate everything that you have. Obviously, you know, you, you play every game to win. Uh, that was our mindset. You try to give yourself an opportunity. We knew going into it would be a little shorthanded. We'd have some really, really difficult matchups uh, that way. And, and uh, I thought our guys did a really good job of responding after we got down 13 to two, they came back, they fought, they had an opportunity to take the lead. And um, to be honest, I thought it was probably a little unfortunate. We didn't find a way to kind of stretch it out a little bit. I thought we had some opportunities offensively. We didn't cash in on, we kind of had them um, on their heels a little bit. I think we came uh, down one at the half. If I remember, um, I thought they did a nice job of, you know, kind of adjusting their zone attack a little bit against us. And I thought we played really, really hard. I, I, I think the film will show our guys there were some, you know, it wasn't an effort thing. There were some poor decisions, I thought, kind of on rotations and uh, understanding personnel. And they did a good job of, of, of spreading us out. And, man, they really moved the ball. And um, obviously, you know, like we just showed there, I mean, the game was – was really won and lost at the free throw line. That That's hard to do. What do we shoot 70% in the second half and outscored them like we did in the paint? Um, but obviously they're an excellent three-point shooting team and, and uh, we just couldn't stop them. You've played in a few of these fight like a ramp games. Does, does, do you feel like it takes you and your team to just like a different emotional place than a normal game does? Oh, I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, it's I think it's really hard to understand when you're a young person 
And th- first of all, this is one of the best things we do. This is so awesome. It's so meaningful to our program and, and to these young people. And I know it's really meaningful to these cancer warriors and their families. Um, but it is emotional, you know, and they get an opportunity to, to, to meet them and hear their stories and people who are fighting for their lives. And um, that's a different, and then you're wearing that name on your jersey. That's a difficult thing to process. Everybody takes that a little bit differently. Not everybody plays well in these situations, even though you're, you want to, uh, um, but that, that, you know what, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's bigger than that, you know, and these guys out there, they lost the game, but they're out there uh, um, with them. And, and you know what, those, those, the patients out there, whatever, yeah, they would have liked that we won. They don't care whether we won or lost the game. They don't really care. They prefer that we won, but it's not, it's not about that. It's really isn't. Do you sense that the players have more weight on their shoulders, just given the gravity of this game? Um, I think sometimes, you know, if you approach it, depending on how you approach it, I thought, we have at times, I think maybe Ryan's women would say the same. The women would say the same thing, but, but that's okay. Do you know what I mean? I think that that's a, I think that's, that's something that you can learn and grow from, you know, when you're in those situations and you feel that kind of emotion, you feel things that are, that are bigger, you know, than, than what you're doing. And, um, but I thought our guys handled it well today. I did. I thought they handled it well today. I thought they played with a good spirit. I think they understood, um, what that was. And, and, and again, I thought our team played with really good effort there tonight. I really did. It seems like you're at least satisfied with the resiliency after the CU game. You know, I was trying to bring up silver linings, like there are really that. It seems like there are. God, we got to bring up CU even. I'm just kidding. You're, you're, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, just like, if, you know, obviously the results aren't there, but as you're kind of alluding to here, the fight is still coming and they're not laying down and just getting run out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, I again, I thought after the UNLV game the other night, I just, I sent something different from our group, just kind of a real downer. And of course you're going to be down. They get the season and the game didn't go the way you wanted, but I, I thought her. I thought our spirit was was better, and and we went through that stretch. We had three overtime games in a row. We lose, you know, on the buzzer at at, at Wyoming, and just it. I think it can become this way where you feel like, man, just nothing's going your way. But the second you start feeling sorry for yourself or whatever, man, it, it's going to spiral in a whole nother direction. We didn't do that here 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 tonight. And the one thing, I, I, this group is not going to give in. They're not. They're not going to do it. All right. I'm not going to do it. Nobody is. We are going to keep battling. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep fighting. Whoever is in there, that's what we're going to do because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you do in life. And I told them at some point they'll get rewarded for that. I don't know if it's going to be wins or losses. It might be 10 years from now. Do you know what I mean? When they realize something that they were able to do through this, they will. But that's what our charge is, and that's what we're going to do starting Tuesday at Air Force. Do you think tonight, uh, or all the events that go with um, tonight, that gives a little life perspective to, you know, yeah, the losses suck, but. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think for me, the last few days are all about perspective. I mean, having perspective of, you know, it stinks, like. I'm competitive. It hurts to lose. It's, you just you just get in. You're relentless as a coach. You're relentless. A player. You're relentless. And you get into this stuff. It's hard to take a step back. And it's like I told them the other day, or I told them before the game. I mean, at the end of the day, I got to coach basketball today. <laughs> I got to, regardless of it, is it has it been fun the last month? No, not all the time. But it is fun. I get to coach. You know what? And they got to play. They got to play. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty freaking cool. And if they take a step back and they look at their life and they say, like, Isaiah Stevens never lost before. 
But you know what? He's getting to play. I'm getting to coach. So we're still getting to do what we love every day. And that's perspective. You know what I mean? And and so, yes, I think that's something that we have to continue to do, play for something that's a little bit bigger than just the winning and the losing. And I think that will help this group continue to battle. All right, y'all. We are going to talk about the women's team and that big win over Wyoming. But I do have to very quickly give you my DraftKings pick of the week. DraftKings pick of the week. Only feels fitting that we go with the Super Bowl. I like the MVP odds. You can get Patrick Mahomes at plus 125. You can get Travis Kelsey at plus 1200, which is very enticing. But I am going to roll with Patty. I think he's just going to have a huge game. I think he is going to remind everyone why he is the best, if not one of the best in football. I think it's it's pretty clear he is the best. Joe Burrow is kind of, you know, I don't know, coming on the heel a little bit there, but... I just think in a game like this, the experience having been there before is going to be so big for this Chiefs team. The Eagles are great. They're a lot of fun. I love Jalen Hurts, and I'd love to see them win, but I just I can't bet against Mahomes, and I can't bet against this Chiefs offense. I, I just can't do it. And so that's why my DraftKings pick of the week, Patrick Mahomes to win Super Bowl MVP. Lock it in. I also want to tell you about my friends over at Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements, so you can wear them confidently. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR, or visit them in-store at the Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try yourself these shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. I have been rocking mine every day ever since I got them. Great for dog walks. If you follow me, you know I'm blind. I have to wear my glasses pretty much all the time. I do take them off and wear my shades when I'm out walking around with the dog just because I'm I'm a wimp, honestly, but my, my eyes are really sensitive to light. When you're blind like me, though, and you're not wearing prescription sunglasses, it's hard with some pairs because they might take the glare out, but they make it so dark I can't see. Shady Ray's... You know, they take out the glare. They make everything a comfortable setting for me to walk around. But it's not so dark that my blind ass can't see. And I really love that. Anyways, check them out. I am a really harsh critic. I've worn the same pair of two sunglasses for the better half of the last 15 years. I know I'm a psycho like that. And I, I finally gave these new ones a shot with Shady Rays. And I'm kicking myself for not doing it sooner. But let's talk a little hoops, CSU women's basketball specifically. They have now won two straight back on the right track. This game against Wyoming came down to the wire. All the games against Wyoming have been tight over the last couple of years. Tied at 32 apiece at halftime. You know, tied with the, the last couple of seconds. McKenna Hofschild with an awesome play. If you missed it, go check it out on Twitter. I shared that video, but just really heady point guard play. She drives, she gets in the paint. The defense crashes in around her. She's able to find just a wide-open Kaylin Crocker on the perimeter. Drills the game winner, shoots it confidently, takes her time, though, and makes sure she doesn't brick it. 
not that I expected her to miss it or anything, just in that moment, sometimes even great shooters can rush the process and not get a good shot off. She had plenty of time. She made sure that she took her time, got set, let off a perfect shot, nothing but net. Rams win. Booyah, as Stuart Scott used to say back in the day, maybe dating myself there a little bit. But I think this was a really important win. They were able to roll against Utah State in the game before, but I just think that this group needed some confidence in these tight matchups. They were winless in in games decided by five or less points. They finally were able to get one. And it's not like talent has ever been part of the, the problem. You know, that was never a question. They've just struggled when things have gotten tense. That's why I highlighted there how cool and collected Crocker was in the crunch time because that really has not been CSU's specialty in these type of moments so far this year. And this game was as as intense as it gets. 16 lead changes. They were tied 12 times. And on a really big stage, in a big moment, you're playing your biggest rival. You're able to grind one out. And that's what this team is going to have to do down the stretch. It's what they're going to have to do in Vegas. We've talked about it a lot, but unfortunately, the Mountain West is probably, on the women's side, only going to have one NCAA tournament selection whoever wins out in Vegas. So everything between now and then is about trying to best position yourself to make some type of deep run in in the conference tournament. And every win against these top teams adds up. But beyond the impact in the standings, and this was huge, allowed CSU to stay tied for second in the conference, I just think from a confidence standpoint, this team really needed this. And they have plenty of talent. McKenna, she's obviously having a a Becky Hammond-type season. I really hope that the nation, not just us, but the nation gets a chance to see her do her thing in the postseason. She had 25 points, 9 assists, 0 turnovers in 40 minutes. Those are video game numbers. And even in most video game situations, you're probably going to have one turnover, maybe two. But a huge credit to her. She's been big time all season long, so it's not like this is new. But the Rams kind of needed her. Kind of like CSU's going to, on the men's side, is going to need Isaiah Stevens to really be the leader down the stretch, especially if they're going to be shorthanded. At this stage of the season, though, when everything is intense and when everything's on the line, you need your best players to carry you. And Isaiah made some big-time shots in that Utah State game. Unfortunately, the the Rams came up short in that one. McKenna quite literally willed her team to victory against Wyoming, though. And I don't want to act like it's all about her because I really like this team in general. I think they're deeper than they've been in previous years. They play as a group. Eight different individuals had a rebound. Six recorded multiple rebounds. That's winning basketball. They value their offensive possessions. They only had four turnovers as a team versus 13 for Wyoming. That's huge in a three-point game. So whether it's Kinzer or Crocker, you trust both of them to knock down a big shot. Destiny Thurman's a baller. I love Callie Clark. She just eats boards on the glass. This is a really good team, and everybody plays their role well. They've had to go through some lumps over the course of the season, but I do think they're figuring some things out. And I think they're poised to make a run in the postseason. The next month here is still going to be really big for this group. And again, you don't want to let off the gas or anything like that. But I'm really hoping we get to see that CSU-UNLV rematch in Vegas for all the marbles. Yeah, the Rebels ended up sweeping CSU. They were both good games in the regular season. But how great would it be to finally get them back and play spoilers and get a chance to see this team in the big dance? Came really close last year. I think the experience of playing through it, it's hard to make a run, guys, to win three days in a row. And that's where your depth comes into play. It can't just be a one-man show. If, if you are, you're probably going to get upset at some point. And we see that on the men's side all the time. Teams that have 
you know, Bryce Hamilton type scores. He might get hot and win a game for you, but is he going to do it three straight games? That's tough. I like that this group has been battle-tested. They've had to play in a lot of tight games. They didn't win very many of them early. In fact, they won none of them until they won this one. But I like that they've kind of had to go through that. And they played a really challenging non-conference schedule, so they played against talented teams, and they've squared up well against those talented teams. It's going to be interesting to see if they can seize the moment and you know, really make some type of deep run, because I do think the talent is there. Next up, the Rams will play at San Jose State. That is Thursday at 7 p.m. All right, cool. A little bit shorter pod than usual, but that's because we already had a 30-minute pod today. Don't want to go on and on. Y'all only have so much time, and I appreciate that you dedicate some of it to listening to me rant and ramble about CSU, about sports, about life occasionally. I try and keep it on topic as much as I can. But uh, shout out to all of you. Received a lot of kind words regarding my write-up on the incident with Utah State. Again, I just I, I'm not sure that video is is concrete proof. I mean, we're all entitled to our opinions. I have no in, intent to go back and forth, but it's a good reminder for everybody to be better. Certainly, you know, if they did say it, that's that's really disappointing. And, you know, you feel for Max Shulga and what everything that he's going through right now. But if you're looking for hot takes and rants and rambles about a bunch of incidents that don't have anything to do with each other, I'm not your guy. There's other sources out there for that. Anyways, thank you to all of you for continually supporting my content. This DNVR Rams community is really special and it is growing by the day. But yeah, I just wanted to let all of you guys know how much I appreciate the support. It is never lost on me. The fact that I do this for a living is crazy. You know, 10 years ago, I was a senior in high school and I went to a spring game, which happened to be in Denver. I ranted and rambled to Tim Skipper, who was recruiting my buddy Jake Bennett. And I just talked about, you know, what kind of improvement I wanted to see from the offense and defense. And Skip's just like, who is this kid? And I I somehow turned that into an internship. A bunch of stuff happened in between now and then. But 10 years later, I'm hosting Jay Norvell on the only daily CSU podcast in the world. That's, That's absolutely insane. But it's all possible because of great Ram fans like all of you. And uh, I love y'all. Just just want y'all to know that. That's all I've got. We'll have more content throughout the week. Really looking forward to it. Shout out to all of you. Much love. Peace. Scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly Then drink it like juice But water's the truth So I sip on that too Skinny looking kid With no car keys Like the only thing I drive Is RCR He's got the stash Like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly Like not for